from Orti Brainstorm. Meet the 18th century Irish gents obsessed with plates and dishes. This preoccupation with elegant tableware was designed to draw attention to the gentleman's good taste and wealth. By Tara McConnell, TU Dublin. In mid-18th century Ireland, Edward Singh, the Bishop of Elphin, spent a lot of time thinking about dishes. He needed dishes for two homes, and he knew exactly what he wanted in terms of both design and function. One of these houses was a grand bishop's palace at his diocese in Elphin, County Roscommon, and the other was a townhouse in Dublin. Singh spent part of each year in Elphin, and from there, he sent regular letters to his daughter Alicia. She and her governess, a Mrs Jordan, stayed in Dublin, where they received constant inquiries, instructions and advice from the bishop. The bishop valued Mrs Jordan's opinions, and he frequently told Alicia to ask Mrs Jordan to act for him in domestic matters. Between May 1747 and June 1751, Singh sent his daughter a series of instructions for the purchase of various dishes and plates, some made of Irish delfware, and some possibly made of imported porcelain or bone china. In spring 1747, Alicia passed on a request from her father for a soup dish to Mrs Jordan, who gave the order to a local Dublin potter. Unfortunately, there was a miscommunication. When the bishop received his new dish in early May, he described it in a letter as the poorest pimp and soup dish that I ever saw, listing a number of faults with his design. To meet his requirement, Singh insisted on a soup dish with a broad rim and a very deep bowl that could hold more than a pottle, an archaic measure equivalent to two quarts. This indicates the dish was meant to serve as a soup tureen. He clearly wanted no further mistakes made with this order, adding, I must have this as I direct. The soup dish saga continued until the beginning of July, when Singh told his daughter that he had finally received a dish that was perfectly right. By this time, however, it seems that both Alicia and Mrs. Jordan's nerves were on edge. It's apparent that the bishop knew this when we read a letter he wrote to Alicia two years later, in June 1749, in which he ordered more dinnerware. This time, the ladies were asked to choose some pretty and strong dinner plates for him, and he assured Alicia that Mrs. Jordan need have no palpitations about this order. He promised to light the plate in advance. Evidently, the earlier soup dish saga had taken a toll on Mrs. Jordan. On receipt of the chinaware, the bishop reported they liked the china dishes and plates greatly. If the ladies in Dublin heaved sighs of relief at this point, they did so prematurely. In June 1751, Singh requested more dishes. He noted in his letter that he already had margin blue dishes and that he would now prefer other colours. This instruction must have provoked new anxiety in Dublin as his daughter and Mrs Jordan nervously tried to decide exactly which colours would please the fussy bishop. We can't help sympathising with Singh's daughter and her governess in their efforts to fulfil the desires of this demanding clergyman. To modern diners, his apparent fixation with dinnerware, especially his beloved soup dish, may seem extreme. However, soup was an important feature of the elegant menu at the Georgian table. The tureen from which soup was served would usually have been placed in front of the hostess, who then ladled the soup into individual dishes, which were carried to diners by a servant. At formal dinners, two different soups were often served, a clear soup and a potage. Sophisticators diners required elegant dinnerware and Singh was not alone in desiring dishes that were just to his taste. 
Richard Lovell Edgeworth was another gentleman in 18th century Ireland who thought carefully about his tableware requirements. In 1788, he ordered three dozen soup plates and a middle-sized tureen, amongst other items, from his friend, the famous English potter Joshua Wedgwood. Edgeworth was emphatic about his colour choice and told Wedgwood that his soup plates should be green-edged. In choosing sermonic dishes and plates, both Singh and Edgeworth spared their servants the ordeal that handling dishes filled with hot soup must have been like for those working in the household of John Fitzgibbon, the first Earl of Clare. The Lord Chancellor of Ireland discovered that the soup plates he had very foolishly brought in silver had the admirable effect of burning his footmen's fingers. The respective choices in soup-related tableware made by Singh, Edgeworth and Fitzgibbon emphasised the elite's growing desire for luxury goods in Georgian Ireland. Their enthusiasm for high-quality fashionable wares was driven by evolving trends in material culture in modern Europe and it mirrored that of their peers in England, continental Europe and colonial America. Based on a piece for RT brainstormed by Tara McConnell from TU Dublin. Discover more at rt.ie forward slash brainstorm. <laughs>